0: you like sci-fi fantasy action adventure and comic books then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek so strap in and let's get this show on the road welcome to the science fictionary podcast
1: hey everybody welcome back to the science fictionary podcast 2023 Woo. Woo. we're back yeah, after a long uh, break of a couple months, I think, um, all the three of us are back in the studio tonight the Science Fictionary. I'm David, and I'm joined by Andrew. What's up, everybody? And Marisha. Hello, hello. And there's stuff that we've all three been dying to talk about. But we just, you know, uh, for those who don't know, I sell holiday decorations. So obviously December is my busiest time of year. Uh, and We all just had things going on. You know, there's travel, there's family, and it's the holidays and you're tired and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But we, we made the time to, to get back today and, and we are shooting for consistency this year. That is the word uh, of the year for 2023 here at the Science Fictionary, consistency. Um, I think we can all agree. Um, but basically what we're going to do here tonight is just a little catch up and then uh, a little talk about some cons because I just went to Fan Expo New Orleans and then we're going to talk a little bit about the future, about uh, what 2023 holds for us in terms of all of our favorite movies and TV shows and books and stuff that we're looking forward to. But the the biggest thing that we probably missed since our break was, um, hey guys, Black Panther came out. Oh, Wakanda forever. It did. Yeah, Wakanda forever ago at this point. (laughs) We never talked about it, and I had so many thoughts, but, you know, rather than going into a big, long review about it, I'll just say a couple things, and then I'll let y'all say a couple things. Okay. There's a couple big things I wanted to say. Namor goes hard. Shiri goes hard. This movie actually did things to advance the story of the MCU that I didn't expect, which i think is really really cool like we found out that that val is the head of the cia like we know what she's up to finally they set up this whole the us is looking to attack wakanda which you know i have a theory might be what the thunderbolts movie is about there's a bunch of rumors about that though who knows um i i think that they set up a mystery in the beginning with like when her mom was like your brother. And then Namor shows up and you're like, your your brother, what? And then finally at the very end, like literally the last moment we get that post-credit scene where it's your brother has a son. That was a cool reveal. I think that was kind of nice. The movie did a lot of things right in the storytelling department. And I left the, I I left the theater really, really enjoying it. I think more than I even enjoyed it. Uh, The first Black Panther. Now, Andrew Marishan, you guys, now that I think about it, you guys actually did a YouTube review of this movie, didn't you?
0: We might have talked about it a little bit. I don't know that we did a...
1: I vaguely remember. We might
0: have even done it on somebody else's show. At this point, I can't remember. It's been so long Uh, It's kind of been a whirlwind. I do think we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it with... Nicole came on and talked about it with it. Oh, yes, she did. So, yes, we did talk about this on YouTube. All
1: right. Well, still, but now on the podcast, what are are some of your your quick thoughts? Oh, overall, good movie. I liked it. Uh, And that'll be my Wakanda Forever review. So what about you guys?
0: Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I think there were things that could have been better. Um, I felt like Riri Williams wasn't necessarily important to the story. I agree. You know, I thought she was, and, and that's not a knock against the character. I just felt like she was a little bit wasted.
1: I, I forgot she was in the movie until you just
0: mentioned her. <laughs> I do think what I do appreciate the most about it that it seemed it seems critical to the bigger picture that's being built of the the next phase of the MCU. That's I, I feel like a lot of the movies for phase four that obviously they weren't as big as say phase three films. Uh, phase 3 films it just like it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger phase 4 has been sort of a melancholy tone uh it's been very much about loss and and finding a new way and part of me really appreciates that that they took the time to to mourn lost characters mm-hmm. to um you know to to kind of to say hey it's kind of a rebuilding like
2: it wasn't like Yes, it's very sad. Anyway. Right. <laughs> you know.
0: So I do appreciate that they took time to kind of have a melancholy tone. To not just breeze past the loss of, of characters like Tony Stark and, and the Black Panther and... Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. You know, they could have breezed right past all that. And they didn't. And this this movie was no different. I felt like the the setup for Namor might have been just a tad rushed, but I think they got enough across to understand it. There were some things about the final battle that didn't work perfectly for me, but overall, a movie that you're right, it advanced the story. It set up a lot of things to come. I mean, it opened a lot of doors for the future and some good moments. I'm still dying that Everett Ross was married to uh, to Val at one That's point.
2: Just too great. <laughs>
0: Poor Everett Ross. So my absolute, okay, so now that I, I'm i kind of talking in circles here try, as I'm trying to reflect and remember the movie. No, Said okay. I, it's been a while. My favorite thing about this movie is that it doubles down that Killmonger's way is wrong. That Killmonger is indeed yeah. the villain of the first movie.
1: That was an awesome cameo.
0: It was. It was a great cameo. He's a, he's he's a really fun actor. I just like there's a lot of people that still want to see him as the hero of the first movie. And when Shuri starts going down that path of of following in Killmonger's footsteps, I got very concerned about where they might go. And so I love that in the end she chooses her brother's path. And rejects Killmongers. That to me is the highlight of the film.
1: Yeah, that was and, and just the scene where she talked to Killmonger might have been the best scene in the movie for me. The way it was shot and framed and the in the conversation and the acting, the dialogue, all of it. The way she was just like she screamed at him like um uh unworthy king. Like she just screamed that at him was like really, really, really awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I did not see that coming at all. I just assumed it would be her mom in the you know in the dream sequence. Yeah. Uh but for it to be Killmonger, it was really cool. And you're right. It's like they, they they asked the question, like, why is it you saw Killmonger? And it's because she was heading down that dark path and she chose not to go down it. And it does fit her character. In the comic, she's she's ruthless. She's she's a killer hardcore. Yeah. Um, she will mess stuff up. And they sort of saw we saw some of that in this movie, but In the end, I think she found actually a really good balance between Killmonger and her brother, where she was not afraid to take things to the next level when she had to. But when she saw that she did not have to kill him and that there was a better path that would lead to less death, Mm -hmm. that's what she took. Yeah. Um, But I think she was still prepared to kill him if she felt like she had to. Oh, I think she
0: only didn't kill him as an after... I think she second-guessed herself. I think she very much intended to kill Namor.
1: Yeah, exactly. But she was able to see wisdom in keeping him alive. Which
0: is great because that's... Going back to the original Black Panther, Mm -hmm. talking about T'Challa, particularly as presented by Chadwick Bozeman it was really about the wisdom of this character right that was what he brought to the mcu mm-hmm. and the
1: black panther's greatest power was not his super strength or his speed it's his, it's his it's his wisdom yes
2: absolutely
0: yeah. and so i was really glad to see that we see that ref, you know a reflection of that in her now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only thing that they kind of touched on but i wish they would have pursued more as kind of the primary point was she initially is kind of rejecting her brother's way because her brother was very spiritual and she's believes in science. Mm -hmm. And I wish, and I think they in a roundabout way did this, but I wish they had delved a little deeper into this coexistence of technology and spirituality.
2: Well, I mean, a lot of times in history, science has been considered a, almost a mystic art. Mm-hmm. You know the, the the pursuit of knowledge, right? But
0: we live in a culture currently that is that that rejects the idea that the two can coexist,
2: right? But the fact that it's a very different society than the one we live in, mm-hmm. I think, makes it a good a good place to kind of showcase that sort of viewpoint. Did you have any thoughts on the on yeah. the movie, Marisha?
1: Marisha? What did you think?
2: Um, I cried so much. <laughs> No, like, honestly, I had... You cried a,
0: during the opening title sequence. I
2: cried so much during this movie. I had, honestly, a little bit of a hard time having any kind of objective thoughts about it because it was so emotional.
0: Yeah, because it was weighty.
2: It was, and it was like the fact that... It, like, it, it would have been the sort of movie that makes you... That would have made me cry probably a little bit anyway. But the fact that... Chadwick Boseman is really gone was just it just made it hard to watch uh, in a lot of ways. And, you know, I think some people were kind of irritated that they sort of went a, you know, basically he died because of this freak thing, you know, this freak illness that we can't can't heal and he's gone. Um, you know, I, I think that s- that bothered people cause you know, it didn't really necessarily serve the story particularly well, but I feel like they, they opted to go that way because that's really what happened. You know, it's like, it, 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 so- it it's a tragic loss that doesn't have any rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. And when we look at this, this story, you know, it's like him being gone, doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make good story sense. It doesn't make good logical sense
1: but sometimes things just happen
2: and and they do and so i think that was i think that was kind of a fitting way to deal with that even though kind of you know from a story perspective it was a little it was a little jarring i really enjoyed namor as a villain Mm -hmm. he was a really interesting villain he was um almost kind of a loki kind of villain um you know, you feel like you, yeah. you never well, that know. Without being
0: the prankster, but yeah.
2: Yeah, no, he... he well, he's... this is
0: who this character is in the comics, is he's a character that one day he may show up and fight to help, right. and the next day he may take advantage of you and try yeah. to wipe you out.
2: And I mean, you know, like you said, he's not a prankster, leader like Loki, but in the really unpredictable, like you never know, mm-hmm. you always know he's go. he's got his own agenda, but you can never definitively put your finger on the direction that agenda is going to take. Like, you, you know, he's out for his, his people, but what is that going to mean for this situation? You know, you know, you don't know. Um, So I, I thought he was a really interesting villain. I really enjoyed his kind of dynamic with, with Shuri, I thought was an interesting one because they've got really different life experiences, but they, they also have a little bit of a kinship so i i really enjoyed the movie um but like i said there were a lot of things that i had a hard time you know just just on the whole kind of what i came away from that movie was just like i cried so much
1: (laughs) i'm sure that's how a lot of people felt about it and it is hard to look at it objectively but i think i'm able to kind of look at it objectively like i wasn't that like i'm I'm emotional about the movie um i i did cry and at uh at the end when it said like um you know the dedication to Chadwick Boseman you know I I just have one more thing I wanted to say about the movie uh my favorite part about the movie I think is that every single character main character except for Riri Williams like really went hard and had um uh agency Mm -hmm. and was proactive I think um and it was really, really cool to see. Like, just in, from the very beginning, when the mo- when Sherry's mom, like goes to the UN and they're talking about the vibranium, it mm-hmm. was so freaking cool. Like, she was so hardcore and such a badass. And she was like, "I am not keeping vibranium from you out of fear of what vibranium can do. I'm keeping it from you out of fear of what you will do, right? With it, like that was hard. That was awesome. A great line and a great point. Like, she's not afraid about the." about vibranium it's once you give it to these people who knows what they'll do with it i I think she was awesome i like i already said namor was that dog i mean he was awesome and my favorite was mbaku
2: yeah he's always incredible in this movie Mm -hmm. he was so
1: lovable such a dude such a bro just just had shiri's back was an absolute champ loved to fight he had great fight scenes um i really hope we see more of him in the mcu he he was really really cool he just say it again he went hard he was awesome
2: so do we think that he's the new king of wakanda
1: i think that's what i think that yeah i think that's what we were supposed to take away from it
2: no i have Um, to say that one that one threw me a little bit because in the same way that it's like but wait we spent all this time building up to thor being king of asgard what do you mean welcome king Mm -hmm. valkyrie you know, in the same way, it's like, but, like, there's this whole thing about, you know, the, our family line and the this and the, mm. that, and it was like, eh, never mind. It could be I, Black Panther, not so much with the whole ruling yeah. thing.
0: I do think that when he did that, it was, when he does show up and make that announcement, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I think he has been sent at Shuri's behest to basically be the face of Wakanda.
2: Hmm.
0: So that she can be it as the Black he's, Panther. He's
1: keeping the seat warm.
0: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That that's exactly what I think was going on there. That she's focusing on other things right now. Um, and I am she's still uh, be a
1: young Avenger or whatever.
0: Yeah, and and it, you know because the thing is, as she was young and she wasn't necessarily ready to be the face of Wakanda and the Black Panther. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that my least favorite thing about this movie was the, uh, the costumes for the, um,
2: Oh yeah. Oh, the Midnight
1: Angels. The Midnight Angels. They're not Atlanteans, but the Midnight Angels. W- oh, oh, the Midnight Angels. Yeah, no, that was goofy as hell.
0: Like power. I mean, now admittedly they look like the comic book, but that's one of those times where they probably yeah. should have looked at the comic book and gone, yeah, let's not do that.
1: You know, I honestly did. I honestly didn't mind it except for like the headpiece. Yes,
0: it's the mask and the headpiece. The head
1: hair. The that, fake that hair. Ruined. And, even, when, and to me, even when the mask is on, it's not bad. But there were so many scenes of the mask off. Yes. But they still have like the headpiece on. <laughs> right. And it just looks so goofy. No,
0: it looks like something out of a Power Rangers uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, nothing against Power Rangers. Yeah, I just expect my costumes in Marvel to look better than the costumes <laughs> in Power Rangers.
2: They didn't look as good as the Power Rangers in that most recent Power Rangers movie.
0: Well, no, I wasn't talking about Power Rangers in particular. I was talking about some of the other things they've done with Power Rangers. But either way, uh, that was my least favorite thing. But that's, a you know, complaining about a costume is kind of a nitpick, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but... uh, Especially
0: when it's not the main character. Like, you know, if the Black Panther looked like Green Lantern or something, then... (laughs) Yeah, maybe we'd but, have problems.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that I hope they make some adjustments between now and the next time we see the Midnight Angels.
0: Well, what I am kind of hoping though is maybe they can show up in Armor Wars now.
1: That'd be very cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Which is a movie now. Yeah, we, I don't. I don't know if we talked about that last. We time on the we show. we did I don't talk when that news came out. Yeah, we we. I
0: do recall talking about that, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, i'm gonna be really curious obviously they think they have something if they switched it from tv to film mm-hmm. so i'm excited yeah. to see what they got it's, it's an intriguing concept and obviously i'm really hoping that uh justin hammer is back and Your i'd God, say that's please. more likely with it going to the big screen yeah
1: that'd be awesome and then let's put them in thunderbolts
0: <laughs> that'd be amazing
1: yeah so staying in the marvel family the next thing i want to talk about just a little bit and we won't spend as much time on this one uh is the guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh which was the second marvel special presentation and so far they're two for two because oh, yes. i adored this guardians of the galaxy holiday special oh i did uh, too
0: like this is forever on my christmas watch list
1: yeah i love the songs um and you know like what we do is we at work is we sequence like decorations to songs to like Dance, like the lights dance around and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, those songs are going on the playlist next year. Nice. Yeah. all of them from uh, I want an alien for Christmas and the, <laughs> the. I love the first the the main the main one where it was like I don't know what Christmas is but Christmas time is here. Yeah, and that was really really clever and funny.
0: It was uh, um, James Gunn's actually a pretty good songwriter.
1: Yeah, because he wrote that out.
0: song. Um, of course, awesome. they went and got a really good band to come in and do it. And I love that they let them be in the in the show.
1: Yeah, I love the arm. Yes, when the arms around, <laughs> you know,
0: but, it's it's yeah, fantastic. But no, it Everything about the holiday special um, was was fantastic.
1: I love that it also like pushed the story forward. Uh-huh.
0: Like, it did. It, it wasn't just throwaway. And it, it didn't, didn't even have how... to. I didn't even expect it to, no. but it did, and that was awesome.
1: It talked about how the guardians bought nowhere which mm-hmm. is a cool idea. They got like a little home base. It, and, and the whole Mantis is Star-Lord sister thing, mm-hmm. which in hindsight, looking back, like I think if you were paying attention in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, you probably could have figured that out.
0: Yeah, I mean, that rumor has um, gone around right for away. a while. So it was cool that they confirmed
1: yeah. it. It was cool that they confirmed it and it turned into a really, really sweet moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Like that was really, really great acting between the two of them. And I now care about Mantis a thousand times more than I did before this. This
0: elevated Mantis way up the list for me. Yeah, absolutely. not well, just, beca- not just because not just because and I don't want to say i she el- they elevated the character because she's Peter Quill's sister. No, like Mantis was like the highlight of this of this uh special
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. yeah, and number two is Drax.
0: Drax well, was good. Drax was good, but I didn't feel like Drax necessarily needed the elevation that Mantis did because he's been no, there since no. the beginning. Like, Mantis shows up in the second movie and she's always just kind of been there. They've never developed her much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So this was really, this was Mantis's little movie and it was great.
2: And and the Kevin, um, just the whole Kevin Bacon shtick was just, I mean, so funny, top notch. Yeah. So great
0: so um according to Kevin fage this is the this was the first thing ever written for Marvel on Disney plus
1: that's awesome
0: like that's that they came up with it that far back like they were filming I yeah. think filming the second movie mm-hmm. and uh they were him and uh James Gunn were having a conversation and he was like how about a holiday special and Kevin Feige was like yeah idea. sure great idea and then like a couple of days later James Gunn shows up with the script
2: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing that's so fun like i hope next year we get a frick i don't know a she hulk holiday special or something you know like that you this is it's a great yeah opportunity
2: to I'm, do lots of fun well, stuff well they did last year they did a, a lego star wars holiday special that was a lot of fun
0: mm-hmm. yeah oh, and cool. so i'm really hoping that not just with the holiday was that two special, years
2: ago it was two years ago it was the year of the ice storm
0: but with the holiday special uh, I mean that's great, but like you said, they're two for two at these special presentations, and I want to see more. I want to see more just one-offs. I want to see something every Halloween. Yes. Uh, and for all I care, they can bring uh, Michael Giacchino back to do it every year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, like, he's got that like flavor. Did you watch the uh, the making of that? Like the I did. It's great. Like that's just, that's almost as good as the yeah. special presentation itself, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize yeah. that his brother is a professional documentary maker.
1: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, a couple, uh, Marisha, I want to give you more of a chance to talk about the holiday special a little bit. Cause me and Andrew have been kind of just freaking out about it, but <laughs> I, I want to say real quick, my favorite parts about it. I loved, I loved all the holiday stuff. I love how they went full on Christmas special. They did not shy away from it. Kevin Bacon, all that was great. Yes. Um, My favorite part was uh, the GoBots. Yes. Um, So (laughs) for those who don't know, uh, Andrew, it sounds like you know. Yep. GoBots, and I might be getting my history wrong here, but GoBots were a Transformers ripoff.
0: Yeah. It's really funny because they actually released, if I'm not mistaken, released ahead of Transformers.
1: You know what? I think you're right. They actually but, were but first.
0: They, but they no, but they are a ripoff because the company that made Gobots got wind of the whole Transformers thing. The TV show was already based. Yeah. I think the TV show was already out there.
1: Yeah, and so the, the Gobots were a real thing, and Marvel bought the comic book rights to the Gobots. There were Gobots comic mm-hmm. books, and now they I guess I guess they just own Gobots now, and so <laughs> putting them in this right. Just, just like, in Go like gobots killed his cousin. They confirmed gobots do exist in the Marvel
2: universe,
0: <laughs> which is awesome. Out there in space, we don't, there we, don't, we don't ever even need to see them, but it's just awesome that they're nope. out there. It's just
1: so freaking cool. Next, I want to rom the Space Knight reference. <laughs> I don't know if you know what that is. That's another that's, That one's basically a Transformer uh, ripoff. I don't think that he does any actual transforming, but he's a big space robot that looks an awful lot like a transformer marvel owns the ip for rom the space knight that was yes. really fun also so batman they talked about batman and bruce wayne yes and they just did superman and eternals what's going on
2: what <laughs> yeah, is that, going on that was pretty funny you just, just gotta love this and, and they I, I... go ahead
1: hmm? <laughs> I, I just I, I just took it as like man they don't give a crap huh
2: yeah, okay. no, it was just like we're just gonna throw all this stuff out. It was like, almost felt like James Gunn was like, "And all the way out, here's all the references. Mm-hmm. You're welcome." You know, well, we still have a
0: movie <laughs> coming from James Gunn. Um, yeah, but he is on his yeah. way out.
2: You know, I mean, right, like yeah. the movie. The movie has not been released yet, but the movie's you know like done. Yeah,
1: that's another fun reference. They made the Batman version. Now James Gunn is in charge of Batman. <laughs> right. That's funny. Oh, also, I love Kevin. Uh, bacon talking about all of the roles that he played yeah. and i was like "Ooh, i wonder if he's going to talk about how he got stabbed in the throat and 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 friday the 13th and then he goes yeah no so i got stabbed in the throat <laughs> that
2: yeah that was pretty great it was just it was just so much fun it was you know it was a great like let's just sit and that's what you want from a christmas you know From a Christmas special, from a Christmas movie. It's something you can sit down and just enjoy. And they really delivered on that. I watched it
1: when it came out, and I watched it again on Christmas.
2: Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, I've
0: watched it several
2: times. We watched it um, at least twice. I think
0: I've seen it like three or four times. And I don't know how many times the kids have watched it.
2: Yeah, the kids. Well, the kids actually watched, turned it on on Christmas. Um, We wound up here on Christmas Day because Andrew's grandmother got the flu. So everybody wound mm-hmm. up here and uh, they went and turned it on while they were eating That's Christmas great. dinner.
1: Marisha, do you have any other thoughts about about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special?
2: I don't think so. I think I think it's pretty much uh, been covered. It's just it was just it was so fun. I really appreciated, especially as heavy as Marvel movies have been here for yeah. a minute.
0: Well, they have, and that was the send off for Phase yep. Four, and it was much and I really appreciated hopeful.
2: Yes, it was much more hopeful, and it was a lot more what we have traditionally expected from Marvel. Um, and so it was, it was a nice kind of reprieve from the mm. the heavier fare we've been getting. So,
1: hey, how did Nebula get Bucky's arm? Right. Yeah, I'm we, curious. I want to an, we better get an answer to this question. Like yeah. That was Bucky's arm. <laughs> yeah.
2: You got it. Like
1: straight up. Uh-huh. Uh, that was so freaking good. I love the present giving scene. And like mm-hmm. I love when Groot gives James Gunn's brother shot what's his name? What's his Shawn. character's name?
0: His character Craglin.
1: Yeah, was... yeah, yeah, Crag. Yeah, yeah. And he gives him the 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 diagram of him or like the the sculpture of him holding a sculpture of him holding a sculpture of him holding a sculpture. Like so clever. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, I think Groot looked weird.
0: Groot's a little interesting. Like, but it was like, you know, James Gunn has really been trying to hammer home this idea that this isn't Groot. Like this is a new character. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not the same character. He's also younger. Um, I mean, you got like, when you go back and look at it, like original Groot looks like an old tree. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, this one, I honestly watched it and I was like, is that a costume? Like there were a lot of times where I was convinced it was a costume. It turned out it was all CGI.
1: No, I mean, it looked good. Like it was well done. I just mean like he had like baby Groot face but yeah. like with this buff body and it was just a little jawny. I know it's
0: a little it's a little weird I think by the end of it I was kind of like okay this is what Groot looks like now so basically um, Groot's but,
2: like 12 or 13 like just uh, you, It's like yeah I took it like, as wait he's, a second. he's in
1: his he's he's hit puberty uh-huh
2: and,
1: it's just a little bit like you still got a baby face
2: him. but you don't look like a baby no more yeah
1: Garden's got so hot special big big win yeah definitely absolutely. um so that's all that's the biggest stuff we missed as for big news i have no idea what we have and haven't talked about but well, crap james is gunn. crazy
2: hmm? i mean we were just talking about james gunn yeah i mean james, james gunn, gunn taking is over the new head of dc that's a pretty big it's a pretty did that big
1: happen career. after we had already yeah
2: after uh-huh. our last they pod.
1: had wow i
0: think they had announced the other guy because he's co-head um I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, But I think they had announced him, but not like the the James Gunn announcement was either right at the end of November or possibly even into December.
1: And a lot has happened. Poor Henry Cavill.
0: (sighs) Right. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Obviously, it wasn't the new guy's fault what went down with basically it looked like they might be going to bring him back and then the new heads take over and go, no, no, we're kind of cleaning house. And I understand why they have to clean house to kind of set their stuff apart, but you're really throwing away one of the best people we've ever had to play Superman.
2: You, I mean, you want to like, that's the epitome of throwing off the baby with the bathwater there.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know that. That's very disappointing. And of course, we had already talked about him leaving The Witcher. I think that was one of the last episodes we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see where he winds up. It was no secret that he had a meeting with Kevin Feige sometime last year. He's Henry Cavill. He's going to Warhammer show. Yeah, there are. There's talk about a Warhammer show.
2: Oh, it's it's confirmed, isn't it?
0: I think Amazon was confirmed. I think Amazon basically confirmed it. Like they haven't confirmed any details but it sounded like he was going to be able to produce this himself. Yeah, and which he is great. loves Warhammer. He does. Well, I mean, I think that was like obviously if you wanted to go get if you wanted to go get Henry Cavill, all you had to do was grab the rights to Warhammer and say, "Hey." <laughs> just wait cuz he's been yeah. like he wants to make it, but they're putting him in charge. He cares deeply about lore part of the problem he was having with the witcher stuff mm. he cares very deeply about the lore and so putting him in charge of it is i think going to be a good thing um it'll be interesting but i do think that he shows up in marvel soon yeah i don't know as I who agree. there are a lot of characters he could play but i do think he shows up in marvel at some point kevin feige no idiot
1: no exactly
2: he, he's been watching uh, the meltdown that's been happening ever since they started Mm -hmm. saying that he wasn't coming back as superman oh
1: yeah he knows how much how Mm -hmm. how hot henry cavill is right now Mm
0: -hmm. but Um, you know that's that's the biggest news but the real problem with that with all the news all the yeah we're scrapping this and we're scrapping that is the fact that they haven't fired ezra miller or amber heard yet
1: and there's 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 literally talk amongst executives about keeping ezra miller
2: what
0: that's the word
2: for real? Well it, it's yeah. it's
0: kind of in the world of rumor, but yeah, that's what's floating around right now. Now, I personally think that they're just waiting till after the movie comes out to fire him. Yeah. But uh yeah. I was on Scarif this past weekend and I pointed out that honestly, like I know they, they don't you, companies don't like to fire the actor ahead of the release of a movie. Mm -hmm. but this kind of feels like one of those rare exceptions where like firing the actor might actually convince more people to go see this movie. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a great point. That's a, cause there are people who are probably going to like boycott it.
0: Um, I don't have any, I probably won't go see it in theaters unless I see the trailers and it turns out that it's just going to be real heavy on Michael Keaton. Yeah. Uh, If it's Keaton heavy, I'll go see it.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. That's crazy. But, you know, speaking of all this stuff that we're going to see, let's talk a little bit about the future. Yeah. Um, 23, 2023 is going to be a big year. What are the things you guys are most looking forward to?
0: I mean, uh, theaters, like if you look at the schedule, especially in the comic book, sci-fi, fantasy world, theaters are back. Like, we're going to see how people react to it if people go to it like they used to. But like the companies, you can tell that they've been building back up since 2020 and they have finally released a full slate of films. This is the first time since 2019 that we've had a full slate of films in the Mm -hmm. theater. And it's a pretty Mm -hmm. impressive list both in our genres that we cover here and otherwise
1: speaking of films did you guys see the avatar way of water i have not
2: no i've i never saw the original avatar movie
1: i saw it in theaters and it was pretty good i liked it a whole lot more than i liked the first movie
2: really okay
1: um it's fine it's, it's fine. It's good. There's some things I didn't like, but it's good. I would, I would dare, I would say the first Avatar movie is fine. And I'd say this one is good. Okay. It's definitely well-made. I mean, that's no secret. It's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. And, that, um, and
0: that's really its selling point, right? Did you see it in 3D? Yeah.
1: I saw it in IMAX. Okay. okay. Not yeah. 3D though. Okay. Because I like Dol- or- I saw I no, I saw it in a Dolby theater like the mm. like the most expensive ticket I could buy. Right. Um, I went and saw it, but not not in 3D. No. Because okay. I wear glasses and I can't wear contacts. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so that's. I, um,
0: I don't like three. I don't. I don't. I intentionally don't go to 3D movies. I. I this yeah. movie was shot for 3D. It's one of the things that makes me nervous about movies. Is I have been very accusatory towards directors for sacrificing good camera angles just to have something poke mm-hmm. at the screen. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I hate that. And and seeing this in 2d, I don't think I didn't get, there were no shots where I was like, well, that was clearly just a 3d
0: shot. Well, he's like, as far as people making things specifically for 3d, as much as I don't always like, uh, James Cameron, mostly because of his ego. Uh, I, I, he's a very good there's no doubt he's a very good director and i would hope that he wasn't one that would sacrifice camera angle to have things jump out of a screen
1: i don't think he did Um, but it's one of those things
0: i haven't seen either film at this point in the fantasy realm it's one of the biggest things in the world so at some point i've got to watch these films (sighs)
1: so mediocre the first one And I just don't get it, man. But that's a whole other conversation. But (laughs) hey, this one's fun. Hey, the next one's going to have fire people, which kind of pisses me off because it's like the plot. Okay, spoilers for this one. The plot of this movie is they leave the jungle people to become water people. And the movie ends with them going, we are water people now. Is the next one going to end with them going, we are fire
0: people now? I hope so. And
1: then are we going to get Earth?
0: Yeah. And then we're going to get some air. We already had
1: force, air (laughs) and then blood. The Bloodbenders? Yeah, yes, it's... Might as
2: well.
0: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about anyway, the first movie, I just don't know that much about the second one. I never was that interested in the first one because while it was kind of heralded as this visual, visually beautiful film, like, there's nothing original, hardly, about the story itself. It's basically... Um, Dances with wolves. Dances with wolves. With blue people. Yeah, yeah
1: and this one... Because it is now no longer just the first in the franchise, it actually had to come up with its own story, yeah. Um, and it was kind of all over the place. Here's the thing he is expecting like five movies, so he set up enough plot for like five movies, right? So he starts a lot of plots and a lot of, and it kind of makes the movie feel a little disjointed because there's a lot going on in it, but it's because he plans on continuing all these plots over the next. 15 movies or whatever which they confirmed it's 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 successful enough that they are going to make the next ones yeah yeah because apparently they so, spent I mean, a good, crap good ton of money James. making
0: these things
1: yeah yeah I mean he said like this has to be one of the most profitable movies one of the highest grossing movies of all time to even be profitable
0: right
2: Honestly, I'm just Act- tired.
1: Actors forgot that they had filmed stuff because they filmed stuff so long ago. Freaking <laughs> Nurse Jackie's in this movie. The lady who plays Nurse Jackie. Mm-hmm. and Tony Soprano's wife. She's in this movie and she did an interview. She was like, I'm in that movie? <laughs> like, I forgot. Because wow. she filmed it like freaking seven years ago. Yeah, that's wow.
0: hilarious. Well, and supposedly they've already filmed some stuff for the next two. Really? Really?
2: Yeah. I'm mostly just tired of hearing about how having a pre- a pregnant warrior woman is the 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 new most important thing for feminism. I'm just really like literally it shows up on my facebook like four times a day yeah in
0: fairness we don't know how big of a deal the movie makes out of that
2: i don't know but, but I'm people just, are making a big deal i'm really it. Well, that's what's kind of funny actually is the movie
1: doesn't make a big deal out of it so why are people even talking about it
2: because it's the, it's the most important because james cameron <laughs> made a big deal out of it in interviews is, because he he is the savior of feminism obviously <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that white men should be the um stewards of all the most important things to do with women
1: this movie jumps around a lot um in time is he referring Mm -hmm. to like the what's the main what's jake's girlfriend wife's name is it there's a point where she is pregnant
2: huh it's kate winslet's character
1: so is that is that the new character I think so. I, yeah, I think that's a new. Okay, that's a new woman. She's barely a footnote in this movie. She's. I forgot she was pregnant, and she's she's in like one fight scene. Yeah, so I, figured, I don't even know what he's
0: talking about. Yeah, I figured it was nothing, but it's it's. He's probably talking about it because people have latched on to it as a thing. But that was kind of my thing. Was like I really wondered if it was really a thing mm-hmm. in the film, or if it was just something. Oh. People people have a way of like really latching on to really like minor.
1: But I brought that up and went on this tangent because we were talking about theaters coming back, and people are heralding this movie as like theaters are back. So hopefully that is the case. And I think you're right; these film studios have like set stuff up.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's set up to be a big year. There's a lot of really really exciting stuff. For me, I I guess there's three things at the top of my list, and I don't know which one I'm the most excited about. Um, We have Guardians of the Galaxy. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania mm-hmm. and in theory, Dune too.
2: Yeah, that's my my pick. Here's
0: the only thing about Dune is I don't really understand how they could possibly make that movie. They didn't even get greenlit till after the first one came out. I'm just kind of like amazed that there's a due date, that there's a a release date for this year.
1: Huh. Like I didn't even know that. It's supposed to come out this year? Yeah, they've
0: got it listed for November 3rd. Now, I'm sort of skeptical on that one as to whether it's actually going to release this year or not. I think they're pushing their luck with something that big. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I mean, maybe the first trailer will come out on November 3rd. Like that's what it would <laughs> right. That's what it sounds like would be realistic to me. Unless
0: they unless they haven't been totally upfront and they had started filming stuff already. Yeah, that's true.
2: I mean, it's been a year already, almost, since that first Dune movie came out.
0: I know, but a movie like this, I would generally expect two years, unless you filmed it all at once.
2: And honestly, I I, kind of Especially from
0: this director, because he's not necessarily... Like, some directors turn out multiple movies a year. Some directors turn out one movie every two to three years. Yeah. He's kind of a two to three year
2: guy. Yeah. And this will be almost two years.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. If it comes out, that's great. Like I, I really hope that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you
2: know what I'm really excited about is Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm really excited about the next Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, is he's coming out the week of Christmas? So I'm, I'm pretty. I really feel like the last Ghostbusters movie really elevated Ghostbusters in the same way that I hoped that the TV show was going to elevate Willow. You know, it was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it hit all the right notes for the nostalgia factor, but it also did a really great job of making it a movie that people are going to go see today.
1: I agree. I'd love that Ghostbusters afterlife. Um, do we have a title for this next one?
2: Right? No,
0: it's just afterlife two right now. Okay. And I don't know, I mean, maybe the title. That's fine
1: with me, but yeah, no, I'm excited for for more Ghostbusters, for sure. I actually watched Ghostbusters on Christmas, because it was on for some reason.
0: Hmm. I was like, let's do it. Sure.
2: (laughs) I I think our kids also watched uh, Shazam on Christmas.
0: They did. Which is a fun one, because it's a Christmas movie, it just didn't release on Christmas.
2: Yeah, it was clearly made to be a Christmas movie.
1: On New Year's, I watched for the first time, When Harry Met Sally. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. And that was an accident because me and my girlfriend were like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, oh, she's like, she was like, oh, let's watch this one. I've heard it's good. I had no idea that it ended at a New Year's party, <laughs> so that worked out great. <laughs> yeah, that's I love that funny. movie. That was so funny. You're Billy gonna start Crystals sending go. her
2: bouquets of freshly sharpened pencils. Oh no, that's we got mail. <laughs> yeah, that's you wrong, got maybe. mail. That's yeah. Different, like, uh, different. I was just gonna Ray like Ryan giggle movie.
1: and be like, I guess I forgot that scene yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: a different meg Ryan movie <laughs> that's funny what about y'all like like what else what what are we excited about for the for the year
1: media wise i'm, I'm really looking is is um is mandalorian uh season three is supposed to drop this year right yeah
0: in march we're close and,
1: yeah so that's it is we're on season three right
0: we are it yeah it'll be season three
1: so this will be season three. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. The first two seasons, obviously, we've talked about it a lot, are just freaking spectacular. I am. Is there what what other Star Wars stuff is supposed to come out this year? Is there anything slated? Let's see. Not enough.
0: I know we got more stuff, but I'm blinking.
1: I know we don't got a movie coming out for some. We godforsaken still don't, reason. I, I don't
0: know. We we did our um, we did our airing of the grievances. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. back on December 23rd. And that was one of my top grievances is, you know, what are they waiting on? Uh, exactly. So here we go. Here is the release schedule for 2023 for Star Wars TV shows. We've got The Mandalorian Season 3 on March 1st. We have The Young Jedi Adventures, which is going to be an animated series that I, that does look fun. Uh, it's just sometime in the spring. Uh, my suspicion is that'll fall right after uh, Mandalorian ends. Star Wars Visions, Volume 2. I don't know if you watched Volume 1. That was where they let a bunch of anime studios make Star Wars yeah. shorts. Um, no, I didn't watch that. Some of them are interesting. If you like anime, oh, you'll is probably it, like
1: is, it. Is Ahsoka supposed to come?
0: Ahsoka this, this is sometime 2023. Okay. And Skeleton Crew uh, is also 2023, which looks really good. And theoretically, it's Andor Season 2. And possibly it's, The Acolyte. I'm still not sure that one's going to happen on time.
1: Other Jedi Survivor comes out this year as well. The, the yes. video game. That's yep. another big thing I'm looking forward to. I think that's to. coming
0: out in conjunction with Mando. I think that comes out in March.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool. Speaking of video games, we got a new uh, uh, Harry Potter game, Hogwarts Legacy, is coming out February. That game looks really, really good. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen anything about that, but it's like a uh, Harry Potter RPG.
0: I only saw a little bit of the drama surrounding the release, but uh, the thing that got mm-hmm. me that that made me interested in it is knowing Simon Pegg's doing some voice work for it.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: he's playing it just looks good. playing the headmaster, I believe. Right, Marisha. Oh, that's cool.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, he is playing headmaster Phineas Nigelus Black.
2: Oh, so he's, he's, he's one of the portraits on the wall. Yes. We're not going to actually see him as the headmaster. We'll see him. We'll see him as a,
0: no, I think you're going to see him as the headmaster based on the
2: art. Hmm.
0: Based on some of the um, game art. I've seen, He
1: was a portrait in the wall in Harry Potter, but this is him when he was actually alive.
2: Okay. That's cool. That would be interesting. Then they're going way, way earlier.
1: Oh yeah. It's that it takes place in the past. I know that much. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I don't know if it's huh. canon. I don't care. I don't care about Harry Potter canon. It just looks like a cool wizard game. Speaking um, of Harry
2: Potter canon, there's a lot of talk going around about a new Harry Potter TV show. Do y'all do y'all think that's going to be a thing?
0: Supposedly it was already being made. I think it'll be a thing that
1: no one ends up caring about. I imagine I I feel like it's going to be like a Witcher Blood Origin kind of thing, which by the way, that show was a fail. That's that a shame. Netflix show that dropped
2: um, I really wanted it to be so great. So it looks, I love it looks Michelle like
0: yet. the the problem you're gonna have with anything Harry Potter right now is it's owned by Warner Brothers, which is just a total mess. But it looks like they're we're still talking about the TV show as recently as December.
1: Okay. They should put Zack Snyder in charge of the Harry Potter verse. Oh God! Oh my
0: God! Zack Snyder and bring Michael back, Br- bring
1: back the Snyder verse.
0: We could do Zack Snyder and Michael Bay making Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It would
1: probably be better than fan. It'll be better than Fantastic Beasts Two. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
2: You know, I didn't actually see Fantastic Beasts Two. I don't.
1: think The first one's good.
2: No, I did see it. We saw the first I one. I did. So we did. No, I did see Fantastic Beasts Two because that was the one where they, where you found out that the uh, dark wizard they've been chasing the whole time was a Dumbledore. And then they just kind of dropped it and were like, we'll explain it later, but they haven't.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So. Not that good. Also, speaking of, speaking of media, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, I'm on a real big video game kick right now. Overwatch PvE is finally supposed to drop, finally get the full game of Overwatch 2. So that's exciting for me. Oh, uh, I don't want the game to die so soon after coming out. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be not Like the game I'm playing, I'm still playing Apex Legends, but I think Apex mm-hmm. Legends is pretty much dead in the water. The uh respawn is in charge of basically like every new Star Wars game that's coming.
2: Um, so that's what they and
0: that's right. it appears that all of the be- all of the good writers and developers have been moved off of off of Apex, and it's noticeable.
1: Yeah, okay, so okay. I got a little scoop. I have a friend who got a job working on Apex and he can't share a whole lot with me and I don't want to share too much with y'all. Basically his, he's a bug finder. He's a bug finder Yeah, for Apex legends. He said that lately there's been a lot more. Uh, he sends in a report to say this is a problem and they send back and say, we don't have time to care. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that that's kind of what I thought was going on. I mean, that's what it seems like.
1: There's been a lot more of them like, yeah, we know that's an issue. We just don't have time or the people to fix it. Right. Moving on. Now,
0: the upside is, is I know that they are making, Apex Legends was very good, and I know they're making, the respawn. so they're basically overseeing some of the other projects but not making them themselves, but they're actually making the next Star Wars uh, FPS. Okay. Um, Which is great because DICE did a terrible job with the shoot with battlefront those those res- games are respawn apex is a good shooter oh it's a very good shooter i still so that, think it's one of the best really of the uh the br the battle royales so yeah i'm real curious to see what they do um but yeah i'm looking forward to that just hope it's not full of microtransactions like battlefront was because it was basically pay to win
1: Oh my dear friend, it will be.
0: Respawn's not but Apex isn't though. So I'm I'm uh, holding up. You're somehow. right,
1: you're right. That's actually true. Apex has a pretty good battle pass system. But um, you like with, you
0: get all the stuff, all the battle pass stuff is purely cosmetic.
1: Right. And 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 from my understanding, there's like there's ample opportunity for free-to-play players to still get the stuff.
0: Oh yeah, for right? sure. Yeah.
1: Like like if you just if you play enough of the game you earn enough points to get the next battle pass for free.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's what I do. Like I haven't spent money on that game since season one.
1: Right. And so it's, it's still playable as a free to play player. Yeah. Um,
0: Um, But yeah, I think we do have, I'm trying to remember what other video games we have coming this year, but of course um, I think we'll get, we do have a mid year star Wars celebration in London. So I do think we will probably get some, like, November, December. We'll get at least one announcement. It's, they've got to be close to releasing at least one of these mm-hmm. Star Wars games, especially since I know Respawn's been working on some of them for over a year now. Like, mm-hmm. especially their shooter. Like, they, they obviously were tasked with the shooter because they already had the engine in place. So I'm curious to see. I think we'll get a late 2023 video game announcement. Because I do expect two games this mm-hmm. year, knowing that they're really trying to ramp up the number of games they're putting out for Star Wars.
1: As for other media, I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm excited always about Marvel stuff that's coming out. Um, I think Ant-Man Console looks really good. We had a new trailer just dropped recently. We got to see, for like a split second from a side view, we got to see MODOK's fat, ugly face, and it was awesome. <laughs> my was kids my all
2: literally trailer. at the same time went, Is that MODOK?!
0: Yeah, yeah the face awesome. the face was kind of uh terrifying but i love the the armored look yeah
1: I, I i like it all i like the armored look i'm glad that he's not permanently in armor though i'm glad that like yeah that it no is that's cool
0: and i'm i'm also interested to see i, I guess we're going to learn more about how he got how I, I i mean presumably kang or someone else had to have saved him right because this is uh the villain from Ant- yes. the first Ant- yellow Ant-Man.
1: jacket from the first yeah mm-hmm. but Kent, uh, jonathan majors looks awesome uh, yeah oh yeah creed, creed i think it, it's creed three right
0: creed three um, yes i believe it's yeah, creed three yeah
1: I, 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 it's either three or four i think it's three it's gotta be that three. movie looks great yeah that, and that's coming out soon um, that that's like a fantastic film.
0: Yeah, just kind of running down the list of the other stuff I see here is... We don't have a whole lot in January. January actually looks pretty slow. We're hmm. getting
2: a re-release of Titanic, baby. Uh,
0: yeah, Shin Ultraman, Ultraman is uh, going to be on Fathom Events, which is really cool. So mid-February, we have... Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm a little freaked out by the uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey movie. I, yeah. I'm a little freaked out by the fact anyone even made that. Yeah,
2: I wish they had. <laughs> um,
0: cocaine Bear it, in February. It
1: appe- both, both Cocaine Bear and Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey appeal to me on a disturbing <laughs> level.
0: Re- yeah, like I'm actually interested in Cocaine Bear. I'm not that interested <laughs> in the Winnie the Pooh movie. Uh, I have Cre- a
1: really broken sense of humor. <laughs> and it's just going to, I, I'm, I'm going to see both of those movies opening day.
2: Well, Winnie the Pooh is only for one night, February 15th. So you got to make sure it. you get your ticket. Yeah.
1: It's my Valentine's date.
0: <laughs> Let's day, see. Yeah. Date. Creed 3 is going to be on March 3rd. So we get a Creed 3 on the same day we get the first episode of the. No, Mandalorian was on the first. Uh, same week, though. Scream 6 in March.
2: And Boo! No
0: Nev Campbell. Boo! Right. Uh, I am
2: excited about Shazam.
0: Shazam Fury of the Gods, March 17th. I am very excited about that mm-hmm. one because I loved the first movie. Uh, the first one is still one of my favorite um, mm-hmm. DC films. Absolutely. John Wick Chapter 4 in March. Oh, Dungeons okay. and Dragons Honor Among Thieves in March. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie in April. I expect it to
2: be that good. Which one? Dungeons and Dragons. No,
1: that D and D. That D and D movie looks pretty whack.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it comes out. I can't make up my mind about.
1: I, it. I like that he plays the loot <laughs> for yeah. a second. That was funny. It, it could
0: end up being really, really good. Um, they're very if, taken. if
1: the movie if the movie ends with it peeling back and it's just all of them dressed in regular clothes sitting at a table like with the dice in front of them and they say, "All right, same time next week." And then they leave. Then it'll be a 10 out of 10 for me. Then I'm in. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's going to be interesting. Like it was all just a
1: game in uh-huh. their game.
0: We have the Super Mario Brothers movie on April 7th. We have Renfeld on April 14th, which I had never heard of until this past week. And now I'm interested. What um, is that? That's Nicolas Cage as, uh, that's, that's the, um, uh, the new yeah, vampire. yeah, Nicolas Holt. Uh-huh. nicholas holt, yep, nicholas holt. yeah nicholas and nick cage yeah. as dracula i'm down That's for that so
1: stupid it's so freaking funny
0: evil dead rise which is i'm not a big horror person but i am an evil dead fan so we'll see I, I don't know where to expect the story to go though i'm still a little sad that it's just not uh bruce campbell but i'm glad he's involved um guardians of the galaxy volume 3 will be may 5th Oh, I know which one. David's ready for Fast 10 or Fast X. I don't know which one we're supposed to call it Fast, Fast. 10 or Fast X.
1: Um, is John Cena in this one?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Tyrese Did he Gibson's die in the last
1: in one? I haven't seen the last like two of them.
0: So, yeah. I,
1: if John Cena's in it, I might.
0: I, I might haven't seen that. one since the second one.
1: <laughs> Just for John. No. Some of them are really good, but this is getting ridiculous. Uh,
0: The Little Mermaid, May 26th. We'll see how that does. I don't think it's going to do very well. Uh, We do have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse on June 2nd. Oh, yeah. That looks freaking dope. And we have Transformers Rise of the Beast on June 9th. And that trailer actually looked good.
1: Transformers Beast Wars is still goaded so um, that'd be really really cool
0: of course the Flash movie is on June 16th
2: but Dave is not going to see Transformers he's going to be too busy seeing Spider-Man again
1: yeah I'm going to see that movie a lot <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only thing about Spider-Man is that Nicolas Cage will not be returning mm. as Spider-Man Noir that's disappointing <laughs> but other than that I mean it looks really spectacular Yeah. It really does. yeah also I... the PS4 Spider-Man is in it he's oh, one sure of my favorite versions of Spider-Man yeah they, he was in the trailer like and and he's one of my favorite versions of spider-man in the last few years so that's that's exciting to see him in it. and it looks like he plays a decent role like he's talking to miles morales like he's not just in the background so
0: let's see what else uh indiana jones on june 30th you skipped I skipped re- the flash I know I said the flash. I, said the flash okay. I just don't think anybody was interested enough to do a lot of commentary on it. <laughs> um, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Still not sure what to make of it, but I will go see it. I'll
2: see it for sure enough.
0: One of the biggest movies of the year, guaranteed, right here is going to be Mission Impossible: uh, Dead mm-hmm. Reckoning. There's also yeah, a lot of that those movie's, movies. going to be huge.
2: I remember watching the Mission Impossible movie when I was like Ina's age.
0: Um, July twenty first, Oppenheimer.
2: Yeah, that one actually looks really good. Oh, that looks they great. Actually,
0: like filmed a nuclear explosion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they recreated really? an actual nuclear oh, explosion wow. and filmed it. That's crazy. Uh, which I it blows my mind that they were legally able to do that. <laughs> wow. Like what person signed those papers? But mm-hmm. okay.
0: Yeah, I mean it's I'm gonna assuming look great. they just I'm assuming they just went to the uh
2: the DOD, the
0: White Sands uh testing facility and and the government did. i mean it,
2: presumably but. they do test things yeah no they, they do so they just had to be like can we be there when you test one
1: please? maybe that's what happened i don't know i like to think that that christopher nolan built the bomb himself though seems likely you know he really likes <laughs> he, he really takes good care of his of his films he's really into it yeah so yeah
0: we've got the marvels on july 28th that one's kind of a mystery to me, I don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I really love Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. That show was so good. I really like Monica Rambeau. Yeah.
1: Excuse me. Did you skip over Barbie?
0: I did skip over Barbie. So um, we do have the, the Barbie trailer? movie on July twenty first. I did.
2: That trailer was great. I didn't actually see it.
1: You disagree? Okay. Um, me I, and my dad saw the trailer, and we both agreed that trailer was freaking good.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch the trailer. I actually haven't seen it. It's, it's,
1: it's,
0: is this live action? Oh my God. What is this? There's a movie called Coyote versus Acme, a story set in the Acme warehouse, the manufacturer of anything and everything used by the Looney Tunes characters. Stars John Cena, Will Forte, and Lana Condor.
1: Was that the full title of the movie?
2: With a screenplay. Coyote versus
0: Acme is the title.
2: With a screenplay by James Gunn.
0: Huh. What? never heard of this John
1: Cena's
2: in it
0: John Cena and will Forte yeah oh cool I don't okay. know that sounds bizarre but it sounds like I might watch it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got a haunted mansion movie yeah in August oh and Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles mutant mayhem
0: yeah that's gonna be an anime that's got to be animated. Yeah, CG animated film. Heck.
2: Oh, so Seth. But
0: it stars Rogen. Seth Rogen. That's going to make me really question it. No, I'm
2: skeptical. <laughs> Who
1: does Seth Rogen voice? I don't oh know. God.
0: um
1: maybe maybe Mikey. I see them doing. Yeah, that. yeah, I can see. I that. hate
0: that so much. Let's see. What else do we have here? get them through this list. Um, the blue beetle. We do have the Blue Beetle movie. I don't know what to make of that oh, one, yeah. but uh, we'll see. I'm just sad, you know. There, there was talk a while back of doing a uh, Blue Beetle with uh, Alan Tudyk. That didn't happen.
2: Uh, Craven. He might be a him. little.
1: He might be a little old now, but I'd love a Blue Beetle movie. I mean, not a Blue. Beetle, I'd love an Alan Tudyk movie. A Booster Gold. I'd love if he played Booster Gold. Or was he
0: going to play Booster Gold? They tried. They for a while they were talking Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk as Booster Gold and. Um, and Blue Beetle.
1: In that case, I think Alan Tudyk would have been Blue Beetle, and Nathan Villian would have been Booster Gold. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think that was the case. Which
1: that that would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, gold, blue, and gold. Yeah, they did talk about that for a long time. I I think Alan Tudyk would be a really great Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I want to see so badly a live action Booster Gold one day. that's one of my favorite characters he's the most underrated dc character yeah
0: i think with the people in charge now i think that's probably a real possibility
1: yeah if apparently we're gonna get a freaking lobo movie right then then booster gold's got to be in the cards uh
0: we got a craven the hunter film in october oh yeah <laughs> we got paul, we time. got paul patrol the mighty movie in october as well
1: let's go let's go uh,
0: apparently another uh remake of the exorcist <SSSSSSSSR.Cause> in october yeah, and another saw right movie now, in Dahmer. october um, song movie
1: i'm actually dune? excited for because i like the last one
0: yeah dune part two in november which we already discussed uh the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and
2: snakes but why that's that, the question. That book sucked. Nobody <laughs> liked that book.
0: <laughs> yeah, that I think was that movie is probably... That was the cursed
1: child of Hunger Games. Wow. Let's see. What is this? No one
0: likes it. Apparently, that we've got yeah. a... A Wonka. A new Willy Wonka movie.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. With Timothy Chalamet.
0: Yeah. Uh, Focus on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas.
1: Yeah, it looks... I okay. mean... Is it going to be a movie about colonization?
0: I don't know. Is it going to enslave the Oompa Loompas? We don't know yet.
1: Yeah, is this going to get really dark? And it's going to be a message about indigenous people? Or is it just going to be about chocolate? We'll see.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Let's see. That gets us pretty close to the end of the list. Ghostbusters Afterlife. And Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. At least it's not that trench movie. The Trench is actually the name of The Meg, too, which comes out this year. I wonder if it's a crossover.
1: <laughs> that's cool. Does James Wan have anything to do with that?
0: I hope so. That's so funny. Uh, I'm
1: going to laugh about The Trench for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to tell my grandkids that story.
0: But uh, that's a rundown of the movies. Um, I know TV. I don't even know what all Marvel shows we've got. It's Marvel schedule is just bonkers
1: the rick and michonne thing might come out this year they have they have no idea uh for walking dead walking yeah. dead just ended mm-hmm. uh, right. i watched the last season it's bad but i watched it because god dang it i'm gonna finish it I've, i'm in this deep
0: yeah.
1: uh, and they're by the way i don't know if you guys know but they're spinoffs but the spinoffs are just about the same characters so it's not even a sp- spin-off, like it's a sequel series. So Why not just continue? I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. If it was like a side character going off or something like that, sure, but it's like the main character of the show is Daryl. And now we're getting a Daryl spin-off show. No, just just that just that's the same show. <laughs> it's like if you ended like I don't know, The Mandalorian and then you made a show about uh Din Djarin. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, this, you're right. It's a very exciting year. Lots of stuff in theaters. It's it's, it's, it's going to be dope. Yeah,
0: yeah, lots of Marvel TV stuff. I don't really know what all is supposed to come out this year. And obviously the schedule's already a little broken because the schedule I'm looking at right now had the twi- had Echo coming out on January 6th, which clearly didn't happen.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's but
0: it looks like we're supposed to get Loki season two.
1: Jonathan Majors is a busy man.
0: Yeah, they're doing a Wakanda TV series. I kind of forgot that was a thing.
1: Wait, isn't that going to be a Koye? I think so going to be. This I don't know different? at
0: this point. At this point, after that movie, I'm not sure anymore. But anyway, we got tons of good stuff coming out this year.
1: All right. Well, that was a whole lot on our chest. We had to get off a lot on our plate to talk about, but we got through it all. We got some fun thoughts out there, um, and I'm glad we finally were able to put our thoughts into the universe. It's been built up inside of me, and and I I'm I was about to explode. So uh, I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad we're doing it. And like I said before, consistency is going to be a big goal for us here at the science fiction area this year. So you can be on the lookout for stuff like that. Uh, but for now you can find all of us on social media uh, to keep up to date. Uh, Marisha, where can people find you on the internet?
2: You can find me on Twitter at princesses underscore. Nope. <clears throat> I'm P Padawans on Twitter and you can find me on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans.
0: And Andrew. And you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Psi underscore Fictionary. Uh, you can drop us a line at the science fictionary at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us over on our other channel at Corsant Radio Underground. Uh, you can find both of these shows with content on YouTube under the science fictionary. Um. And as always, you can find our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 Podcast Network at Red 5 Network on Twitter.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at David underscore JG Peoples. Guys, don't forget to leave us a like, a subscribe, a review, a comment, a rating, whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform. It really, really helps out the show. And we really appreciate it. Every little thing counts. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm glad we're back. I'm glad you're back. Glad everybody's back. And because it's our first show in a while, I'm going to bring back a classic sign off. May the force be with you.